Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Passed overwhelmingly by voters back in 2020, Massachusetts' right to repair law will begin to be enforced by the state attorney general, even though a federal court has yet to rule on the legality of the measure. This is Topic C. For those of you that may not understand or recognize the term right to repair, let me do a little explanation first. Right to repair is a movement that basically believes that the owner of a vehicle, be it a tractor, a truck, a car, a minivan, has the right to get the information it needs to have anybody they want to repair it, repair it. And that's not just the dealers, but independent repair shops, or if you are handy enough, yourself. But as we asked a few years ago, when this first came up, and a number of states was looking at it, the question is, who owns the software? If you're a John Deere tractor owner, uh, the answer is John Deere. And there's a move afoot about that because farmers are in a tizzy about, we have these complicated, fairly expensive tools that we don't always have the convenience, time, or effort to take it to the dealer, have a dealer come out to us, and I'm pretty handy, I want the ability with a repair book to be able to either reprogram or fix or otherwise repair the vehicle that I paid all this money to own. The manufacturers led by John Deere said not so fast. And I really could kind of see both sides of this. So let me let me take the uh, be the devil's advocate for a minute. If you're a manufacturer, be you John Deere, Case IH, Chevrolet, anybody, Ford, all this data, all this software, all these lines of code could be considered proprietary. In other words, it within this information, within the very manufacturer-specific things, is those things that set us apart, that give us an edge, that make us competitive. If anybody had access to them, uh, without a doubt, then somebody could basically crack the code, decipher the secret sauce, and beat us at our own game. And we've spent millions, if not billions of dollars to develop this stuff. So there's that thought. On the other hand, if you're buying a tractor, you're spending six digits for a tractor, a combine or something, uh, or even nowadays, a, a, a decent pickup truck will run you high five figures. It is not unreasonable to be spending between 60 to 70 thousand dollars for a new pickup truck and at that price not even getting top of the line and you might be a handy soul that you do your own work and even in today's world of you know digital this and electric that that you are comfortable around all that stuff and you know what you're doing not all of us do but you might be one of them or you just might want the ability to take it and get it repaired where you feel uh, that you're getting either the best deal or a better repair shop or somebody that knows. Right now they're saying, and Tesla is a leading person where you can't get anything from Tesla in the way of manuals or anything. They're saying if you're not taking it to an authorized dealer, it could either void the warranty uh, or compromise and we're not going to share that with you. We're not giving you that information. So sad, too bad. And this is a long way from back in the days when, you know, changing an alternator, changing a starter, changing filters, it was pretty easy and straightforward and was very little proprietary about that. And the, in, the only stuff that was really proprietary hardware, you had tuners that was able to take to the next level and put their own spin on it. 
Then came the computers starting in 1980, and that started to change things. And as vehicles got more sophisticated, so did the level of computers, the number of computers. And now you've got this tug of war is if I've paid 40, 50, $60,000 or more, why don't I own everything? And why can't I fix it the way I want to see fit? Manufacturers are saying, yeah, but we've spent billions of dollars to bring this to market with proprietary stuff that we don't want to really share or expose to anybody. So you got this tug of war going. In the case of Massachusetts, they said, consumers and independent repair shops deserve to know whether they'll receive access to vehicle repair data in a manner provided by the law. Auto manufacturers and dealers need to understand their obligations under the law and take action to achieve compliance. But like anything, it's like a Rubik's Cube. The state law says that it needs to be provided by an independent third party. But the automakers haven't even started going down that road to provide the information, and they contend if we provide the information to the third party, then it's not really a third party because we provided the information. So there's that going on. The statute in Massachusetts passed by the voters in 2020, and that's actually the second one because they tried this back in 2012, requires that automakers who sell cars in Massachusetts must provide consumers and independent repair shops with wireless access to the car's telematics, the digital data governing every aspect how of the vehicle works. Did you say proprietary? Yeah, I thought you did. Yeah, proprietary. This way, independent mechanics can repair these vehicles as readily as authorized dealers. What could possibly go wrong, right? The Alliance for Automotive Innovation, made up of the world's major car makers, obviously filed suit to block it. No kidding. The car makers contended that not only the federal government, that only the federal government has the authority to enact such a law that obeying the law would make it easier for cyber criminals to steal digital data about vehicles and their owners, and that the industry has been given insufficient time to comply. I rarely say this, but I'm going to say it here. They're not wrong. If you spend all this money for a very sophisticated, technologically advanced vehicle like most vehicles are today, why would I literally hand over the keys to every little secret of how it operates? And who's controlling this data if it's widely available? Who's controlling who has access to it? And what's to stop somebody nefarious from getting a hold of it and doing really bad things or worse or introducing maybe a flaw into something? Who knows? They're not wrong. Federal Judge Douglas Woodstock heard arguments back in the summer 2021, but has yet to issue a final ruling on the matter. Recent election in Massachusetts elected new attorney general, and it's possible maybe that the federal judge could rule in the three months before this rule takes effect starting in June or not. Because of the Attorney General's policy shift in Massachusetts, new car dealers in that state starting June 1st must tell car buyers the kind of data they've collected in the vehicle vehicle's telematic system, provide the buyer with a way to access that data, and the ability to provide access to independent auto repair shops for use in making repairs or performing maintenance. And of course, there are teeth with this law. 
Failure to comply will allow car owners or repair shops to sue car makers for triple damages or $10,000, whichever is greater. In October of last year, the car makers informed the court that they have taken no steps to comply with the law, claiming it's impossible to do so. They said that the law requires car makers to use an independent entity to deliver telematic data to repair shops, but no such entity has been established and the companies themselves can't do it because then it wouldn't be independent. Oh, wow. We've come to the end of our program. Thank you for listening. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to aonmeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's aonmeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Kent Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.